Praise God. Stand with me and let's turn to the book of Joshua chapter 13. Joshua chapter 13. Help us get the word out about Friday night. And uh, I'd like to see us fill this place up for a great night of worship and praise unto the Lord. Joshua chapter 13. One verse, verse number one. The scripture says, Now Joshua was old and stricken in years. And the Lord said unto him, Thou art old and stricken in years, and there remaineth yet very much land to be possessed. And there remaineth, everybody say, there remains very much yet amen say it with me there remains very much yet the Lord spoke this into my spirit last night in prayer and I felt the Lord challenge me and I want to do that tonight amen for just a few moments you may be seated We have been on a long journey. Part of that journey has been more difficult perhaps than we thought it would have been. But we have made it through a lot of stuff. Brother Rivero mentioned storms and this church is all too familiar with the devastating effects of storms. But I am thankful that storms do change us. And this one has changed us for the good. Amen. I feel like we're in a better place than we've ever been before. I feel like we're closer to our destiny and what God has ordered for us than we have ever been before. And I don't want to lose sight of that tonight. I am grateful for all that God has done. If I were to have written the narrative, I think I probably would have written it differently, but thank God I'm not God. He knew what was best and he knew what it would take to get us to the place that he wanted to take us. And so it was that we have endured all that we have gone through, but all for a divine purpose and My purpose tonight is not to come in here and aggravate you or beat you up or to highlight your shortcomings or your weaknesses or magnify your failures. My desire tonight, if there is anything that I hunger for, it is not to make you feel like you've done nothing, but to challenge you with what is yet before us. For I am convinced and I say it unequivocally, that our best days are yet before us. Amen. If you believe that, clap your hands to the Lord and give him praise right now. This is not presumption on our part, but it is a desire to possess what God has promised to our church. Joshua was almost a hundred years old and they had spent seven years or so in conquering 
uh, part of the land and they had spent a year of time in dividing it up and it looked like as far as man was concerned that they had done enough but the Lord comes to Joshua and reminds him that though they have done so many good things there is yet much land to be possessed there is very much land that is to be possessed though he was getting older I am thankful that Joshua was still sensitive to the fire of compassion and it burned brightly in him that night. I pray that that will never go out in any of us, but there will be deep in our soul a passion that will not allow us to be content with what we have or where we've come from, but always looking forward and realizing that what is before us is greater than what is behind us and that God's promises before us are drawing us to a future that only God could have imagined and God could have designed. Praise God. Though he was old, his faith was fresh and it was new. I have prayed for that kind of faith in my own life. I want fresh faith. I am not interested in old fogey or old stogie or old anything when it comes to faith. I want a fresh anointing upon my life. I want a fresh unction of the Holy Ghost and I refuse to be satisfied. I, I know that may irritate some of you, but I will just have to irritate you but I refuse to sit back and get comfortable and feel like, well, look what we've done when the truth is there is yet much to be done and there is yet much to be possessed and we cannot have it if we don't desire it and we don't see it. Amen. I see very much tonight that is yet to be done. It is that great kind of faith that I want consuming my life. I prayed last night that God would give me a greater passion and a greater burden. I don't care if I die in the pulpit. I want to die as hot as I can die. I want to die with as much anointing on my life and much fervor in my spirit I refuse to grow old grumpy and griping about everything that's not right about my body. I forget about my body. I'm going to have a new one before too long. But I'm going to tell you what I do want to do in my last moment, in my last time, in my hours that I have remaining. I want to understand that what is before me is greater than what is behind me. And I am reaching for that which is before me tonight. Praise God. It's a great thing to celebrate what you've accomplished, but it's very dangerous to get intoxicated with that. Amen. It is one thing to celebrate where you've come from. It's another thing to fold your hands and look at ease and think that you have arrived. We have not arrived and we will not arrive until he calls us out of this world. 
I have come to declare to you that though much had been done in Joshua's day, there were giants that were still in the land that needed to be conquered. There was land that still needed to be possessed. And I have come to tell Greater Life Church tonight, there are some giants that still are going to come down. And there are some spirits that are still going to succumb because this church will not be satisfied. And this church will not be content with just doing good. But we are hungry. We are hungry. We are hungry for something greater and more powerful than ever before. Hallelujah. He reminded me last night of what it takes to see that. You know, it's one thing for God to give us something. It's another thing for us to possess it. And I don't understand all there is to God's economy, why he would give them a land, but they had to fight to attain it. But that's God's way. Whatever God gives you, he's going to expect some fight in you. He's going to expect you to understand that it's not going to just fall in your hand, but you're going to have to forcefully reach out and take it. The kingdom of God suffereth violence, and the violent take it by force. There are far too many people that are content with just going to a good service and talking about the good preaching, but nothing changes. Something got to happen inside of me that said I am not content until I see all of this area of Houston moved by the power of the Holy Ghost. These words were not spoken in reproach to Israel, but they were spoken to inspire them. And I'm not here tonight to reproach you, but I do pray the Holy Ghost will inspire you. That whatever you have accomplished to this point, that you would take that as just a down payment on what God is yet to give. Amen. Don't take it as the lump sum. That's not all God can do. And certainly it's not all that God wants to do. Great is what may have been achieved in your life. There is so much that is yet that remains to be had. That phrase just echoed in my spirit last night. There is so much that remains to yet be possessed. There is so much that yet remains for us to do. We don't have time to have a pity party. We don't have time to feel sorry for our condition. We need to celebrate what God has done and realize that it is just a token of what God is wanting to do if we will believe him. Hallelujah. Joshua realized that his days were numbered, but he refused to allow his dream to die because he was getting to be an older man. The clarion call of the Spirit was simply this, there remaineth much. Those three words echoed in my spirit all night long. There remaineth much. There remaineth much. There remaineth much. There remaineth much. And it must be possessed. Somebody's got to have enough faith to step up and say, I believe God and I will seize my opportunity and I will take 
possession of my promises. I fear being satisfied more than I fear anything else in life. And this is what I've learned about God. God is not going to judge me according to my success, but according to my faithfulness. Amen. And this is not about my aspirations being greater than my capacity. It's about my heart embracing the full potential that God has given to us. It is a desire to reach what God says we can reach. It is a desire to have what God says we can have. Our song is not to be one that sounds for a season and then fades away, but it must be a cry that grows more powerful every day. There remaineth much. There remaineth much. There remaineth much. For me to fail in this hour is unthinkable. For me to become satisfied in this hour is unthinkable. For me to go to sleep in this hour is unimaginable. When there is so much, when there is so much that remains for us to have. Hallelujah. Praise God. Christopher Columbus was not content to just pick up a few shells on the beaches of the known world. And it was that desire that drove him to explore. In centuries past, when men's minds were limited by their view of the world, and they thought that beyond what they could see with their natural eye was an abyss that was filled with dragons and all kind of demons and Because of their conception of the world that they lived in, they lived in a very limited sphere. They were limited by what they could enjoy and what they could have. And just as part of that mentality, when Spain was what was trying to erect a memorial of some kind to signify what they believed and embraced as a nation... Spain inscribed on their coins the picture of the pillars of Hercules which stood on either side of the Straits of Gibraltar and they marked those extreme boundaries of their empire and that's as far as their eyes could see and this is what they inscribed upon their coin nay plus ultra which simply being translated means nothing beyond and then Columbus came along and sailed beyond And so somebody was wise enough to go back and take something and scratch out the nay. You know what the Holy Ghost told me this afternoon? There needs to be some people around Greater Life Church that will get their stone chiseler out and they will scratch out the nay. You're going to scratch out the no. You're going to scratch out the never. You're going to scratch out the negative. I refuse to be limited by negative thinking. I refuse to be limited by what cannot be done when I serve a God that can do anything and a God that can do everything. I refuse to be limited 
Oh, God, would you give us some people in greater life that will rise up and scratch out never. Hallelujah. Rise up and scratch out no. Scratch out that negative mind that limits what God has already promised you. And it lies to you constantly that there's nothing beyond. I'm here to tell you that there's a world beyond. And all it takes is somebody that's got the courage to get that chiseled out and scratch out that never. That no, that negative. Man, I refuse to be limited by a negative mindset. I'm not saying I'm not assaulted by it. Because I am assaulted by negative thoughts every day just like you are. But I refuse to give in to them. I cannot believe God would bring us this far. To step back and say, okay, you're on your own from here. I can't imagine a God who would design a destiny that had no end, that had no purpose. If you look back at God's creation, everything he touched had design and purpose to it. It had order, it had a plan involved. And even though men at times were limited by their understanding of what that plan was, that did not negate the plan of God. And thankfully throughout time, there were men that rose up And they scratched out nay. They scratched out never. And they believed God for great things. Abraham, Noah, Jacob, David. You go through the list of the pillars of faith and you find men and women who refused to accept the negative garbage that was being thrown at them and they refused to embrace the thought that it could not be done. I want to tell you with a God who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that I ask or think, I should never be afraid or never be ashamed to come boldly before his throne and say, Lord, I need a miracle in my life. I need a miracle tonight in my family. And I know that you are able to do that. Are there any people at greater life that are courageous enough to scratch out the negative from your life? The negative that has limited you and kept you sitting on a pew and kept you from doing ministry because, well, I can't. I can't. I don't know how. I don't I don't have any skills. Yeah, you do. You just don't know how to use them, perhaps. But God has gifted you. We need men and women who have such courage that they have had enough of the negative. They don't want to hang around the negative. You know what, it amazes me how many people are attracted to that kind of stuff. Somebody could put a thousand wonderful thoughts on Facebook 
and nobody hardly responds, but you put one negative little quirky thing out there and all the piranhas show up. You know what, I, the first, if I was on Facebook, the first thing I would do, I would block, I, I don't know what you do, defriend them, whatever, but they would not be on my page another day. I refuse to be connected to that kind of garbage. I refuse to sit around and say, well, you know, but I'm tired of all the buts. I want to know tonight what God is able, not what you think he can't do, but what God is able to do. And God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that you ask or think. We need people who are courageous enough to say, hey, I don't want to hear that. But what about, I don't want to hear that. But I don't want to hear that. You say, brother, you you are so limited. No, you're the one that's limited. When my God says, I shall supply all your needs according to my riches and glory. What's wrong with me embracing that and saying, God, you are the one who supplies all my need and I am trusting you to do just that. If God is not threatened by death or how old the death is or how cold the corpse may be, but he has the boldness to step to the grave and say, Lazarus, come forth. That's the kind of God I want to hang out with. That's the kind of people I want to be around. It can be done. It will be done. It shall be done. There's still a lot of land that needs to be taken, folks. I want to tell you right now, there's some property right there that needs to be taken. Somebody has got to have enough faith to strike the negative out and say, you know what? I don't know how you're going to do it, God, but I am putting our name on that piece of property. I am declaring that before we ever need it, you're going to put it in our possession. Why? Because it's God's kingdom and God's kingdom is to grow and increase and it is to ever go forward and never go backward come on clap your hands to the Lord right now hallelujah 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 you can stand there is too much there is too much fullness in our life we need to get desperate again we need to get hungry again you don't have to beg and pamper and plead with a hungry person you don't have to court them you don't have to entertain them All you have to do is just put it out there if they're really hungry. 
The problem with so many of us, including myself, is we have become so entertainment-oriented that if we don't have the right beat and we don't have the right song, it affects the amount of participation or the level of involvement that I'm willing to give. But when you're hungry, you can dance and shout over the old rugged cross. When, when you're hungry, you don't have to have musical accompaniment. You can, you, you can just start singing about there's power, power, wonder work and power in the blood oh, of the Lamb. Oh, there is power, power, wonder work and power in the precious blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. Amen. When you get hungry enough, you don't even have to have the person next to you singing. I, we, need to, we, we need a takeover. We need to take back this church from ease and lethargy and fullness and satisfaction and contentment. Oh, I'm so thankful that we have what we have. I'm not against that. But I want to tell you something. There remaineth very much. There remaineth yet very much. I said it this morning. I'm going to say it again. We need to take back the house. Amen. We need to declare over it. No negative in this house. Amen. We're not going to limit what God can do by talking like that. Man, you don't know what God's doing and you don't know what God's up to right now and I can promise you God is not through yet so don't be criticizing somebody that they're not qualified. God's qualifying them. And you know what's going to happen if you're not careful? There's going to be somebody that's going to slip in beside you that's going to have a greater hunger and a greater desire and they're going to move past you. Not because God favors them over you, but because God is always attracted to hunger. God is attracted to people that have a hunger for Him. And he that hungers and thirsts after righteousness shall be Oh, God, help us to understand that there is much yet. There is great yet. There is power yet to be experienced. Is there anybody here tonight hungry enough to reach for that? Is there somebody here tonight that's hungry enough to believe for that? Is there anybody here in this house that's desperate enough? you'll scratch out that never. Lord, I, I don't want to be limited by never. I don't want to be limited by no. I don't want to be limited by nothing. I, want, I don't want to be limited by negative. Oh, God. Hallelujah. Oh, 